Hello and welcome to Doctors, What Are They Up To? The show where I tell you how to not get sick and how to remain healthy. I am Liam Zepp and today I am interviewing my dad, John Zepp, an anesthesiologist at Carlisle Hospital. How can we talk about health and not talk about the reason we're all stuck inside? First off, let's talk about how people don't follow government rules. What do you think people believe about the coronavirus? Hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of uncertainty uh, in regards to the virus and uh, what people, um, what types of people get sick and how sick they get. Um, so I think in the medical community, we're still learning. Um, and as a result of that, um, the general population is left a little uncertain as to um, what measures they can take to um, help themselves. Um, so as the medical community starts to um, gather information, and gather evidence, uh, I think um, we can disseminate that information to the general population to have them uh, or allow them to be more informed. So I think confusion is on the part of the general population and the medical community. Some confusion in regards to the coronavirus um, leads to people being indecisive and in how to um, best manage it on their own. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, this is a less severe question, but it's still important. So, do you think people who don't vaccinate to children have a solid reason for it? Or do you think it's just... Uh... There were um, times in our history where um, the vaccines were compounded in a way with materials that actually were shown to be harmful to humans. Um, so, there is obviously... The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, um, they've controlled that process better so that those harmful elements uh, have been removed from the vaccine um, uh, manufacturing, right? So vaccines are very safe. But I do think that um, the people that are concerned about how that process is uh, how the how the how the vaccines are manufactured? I think it is a legitimate point from the past. Um, I don't think that same those same rules apply today. Um, but I also think that some of the reason why um, people that are against vaccines um, are against them is because they have a general mistrust of the government. I think if there is more open communication and better trust of the government, people would be more likely to comply with vaccinating their children. Okay, next question. Oh, can I add one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. I also think that because the general population hasn't seen um, those the effects of not getting vaccinated, they haven't seen mumps as a pandemic or an epidemic. They haven't seen um, rubella and measles. They haven't seen the mass deaths that those diseases can cause because of the vaccinations that we've um, that we've administered. Uh, people start to get lax with their um, compliance. Okay. Okay. 
So, so what do you think of proper preparations for a global pandemic like we have now? Ask that question one more time. What do you think proper preparations are for like a global pandemic? Right. I think, right. Um, I think a again, coordinated, coordinated response, response across multiple, multiple um, countries, countries is, is uh, absolutely, absolutely necessary. necessary. Um, the, definition the definition of a pandemic, of a pandemic is, is that it affects that it multiple affects people multiple in multiple, multiple locations, locations, right? right? An epidemic, epidemic um, is a disease process that just occurs in a, a small cluster of an area. But when you have something that reaches the um, level to be qualified as a pandemic, um, it's obviously affecting multiple people. And so you have to have a coordinated um, uh, effort to fight the uh, virus uh, amongst multiple people in multiple countries. So I think that's where the, um, the World Health Organization comes into play is because by, by their name, um, their uh, job is to help coordinate those efforts amongst a lot of people. So I think you have to have buy-in from um, governments across multiple countries. And um, again, like we talked about earlier, when um, those governments come to um, come to uh, an agreement on how to manage the disease. I think they have to disseminate good information to the general population. And you really have to encourage people to be um, compliant with those uh, recommendations that are being made. The other thing I'll say is that I think as, again, as the science and the evidence evolves, um, we need to be able to kind of shift gears and change our thought process as, um, uh, we learn more. Okay. Okay. So, what do you think the state of the hospitals are like right now? Are they, are they like running out of resources and space, or are they more just is it more hectic, or is it calmer in like different hospitals and others? Yeah, right. Again, yeah, right. I, I, Again think I, I think that if my only perspective, my perspective is the local is perspective, the local perspective um, of this of geographical, geographical area, which hasn't area, been which hit hasn't nearly been as hard as some places, some places like uh, New York City, uh, Los, Los Angeles, larger Angeles, urban cities are are have been affected differently. I think that I think at that least initially there was a lot of tension and anxiety amongst healthcare workers because A, they didn't know what to expect, B, they didn't know um, how many people would be coming through the door, uh, potentially infecting them, um, C, they weren't sure if they had the amount of resources that they needed. Um, I will say that in my hospital, um, resources have been relatively scarce, and so we've had to come together uh, as a group of employees and make sure uh, that the resources that we do have are being um, Dispersed. Yeah, dispersed, dispersed yeah, to the people that need them most. Need them most. Uh, so I think so prioritizing and what we call triaging, triaging um, has helped us has to helped us um, uh, limit the, the, the scarcity of the resources. I think, uh, I, think I also uh, think that also in the last couple of weeks, uh, I think some of that anxiety has started to lift as we've seen that, again, Again, in this area, um, the amount of hospital hospitalizations, hospitalizations and resource utilization resource hasn't been as significant as, as it has been in some other places. Okay.
Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, this is the final question, the final question I have. Do you think people are, you think people are over or underacting about the entire this entire thing? I think I it's think a. It's a kind of a nuanced, a nuanced question. question. I, I don't think there's don't necessarily think any necessarily right and wrong. If we, if we look at the history look of, look pandemics, the history of general, pandemics in general, um, um, the World Health Organization World only Health defines a pandemic when it reach, reaches a certain threshold, threshold of um, disease, activity. Um, disease activity. This, this virus reached those reached uh, thresholds. Uh, so I think there so is... Cause for, concern. cause for concern. When I talk to some folks I, down at uh, John Hop, uh, Johns Hopkins, uh, there, were uh, there were a lot of patients in those hospitals with the disease with and disease with serious and manifestations with of the disease, being in the intensive care unit, care having to have a breathing tube, uh, you know, uh, kidneys failing, kidneys heart failing. Um, the, the disease in certain populations can take hold and cause a lot of sickness. The other thing that you have to keep in mind is that the fatality rate for this disease is um, probably about tenfold higher than for the influenza virus. So this is a disease that um, can cause a lot of sickness. It causes people to die. So, so I think there is cause for concern. For concern. Um, uh, that being that said, said uh, I, think I think if we're, if we're um, practicing good uh, hygiene, hygiene uh, if we're practicing the social distancing measures that, um, that the government has suggested for us, uh, I think if we're conscientious about how we behave, um, I think we can really uh, do a lot to curb the significance of the disease. So as far as like um, being over or under reactive, um, I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, you know, I think what I don't wanna have happen is people make it a um, political argument about um, uh, a, a, a medical disease process. I think what we need to do is take the information that we have and continue to learn and continue to um, adapt our behaviors uh, accordingly. Um, but uh, really the basic principles of hand hygiene and you know, covering your mouth when you sneeze and avoiding sick contacts, um, I think those make sense for this pandemic as well as you know, in general, um, you know, general principles. Okay. Well, well, there are the questions. Thank you for letting me interview you. Yes, sir. I was glad to be a part of it. Okay. Thank you all for listening. <clears throat> My name is Up, and this has been Doctors. What are they up to? Mm-hmm.